When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Australian batsman, Marcus Harris. Welcome to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks, fellas. How are you? Going good, Marcus. Um, first of all, what's the weather looking like over there, Manchester-wise? They're saying that it rained for the first two or three days. Yep, still raining, I think. Oh. Um, but, like, Manchester's like it blows in and blows out really quickly. So, um we were in at training yesterday and the wicket looked decent, so I reckon we'll, we should be okay. I think the way the games have been going, mm. I don't think the weather will have much of an impact on them. Brian, my form guide says this. Yeah. Marcus Harris, only specialist reserve batsman currently in the squad, and he's a wet tracker. Oh, okay. Are we any chance, Marcus? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think so, but um, I don't know. Not at the moment, but um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. All right. So, Marcus... Tell me about uh, Cameron Green. I call him CeeLo. Is CeeLo, is he all good to go? Yeah, big green. He looks like he's ready to go. I think, um, I think to be fair, last game, he probably could have played if it was towards the end of the series. I think it was more of a cautionary thing. So um, he batted yesterday and he bowled the other day. So I think he's, yeah, I think green is probably a green tick and be ready to go. All right. And what about the bison? What about uh, Mar- yeah, be- Marshy? Do you think both will play? What's your What's your gut feel? Uh, yeah, I'm obviously not a selector, but um, it'd be hard to say no to Mitch after last game. That was a pretty special innings um, in a series where um, batting's been tough at times. So yep. um, it'd be tough to leave the big fella out. So there's going to have to be a tough call somewhere. But, um, yeah, I assume we'll find out in the next day or so. Michael Nisa, there's been a bit of noise back home, Marcus, around maybe his inclusion because of the bat and the ball, what's the, is he in the squad? Like what, what's the rulings around that uh, relating to someone like a Michael Nisa? Yeah, yeah, he's in the squad. So um, last week we, there was a, like a, there's been like an eight or nine, maybe even 10 day break between the tests. So um, Ness is contracted to Glamorgan. So he chose to go and play um, for them in the week where um, the rest of the boys went away on a break. So, and he, he, I think he made 170 not out. So that didn't, um, Dante's chances at all. So, um, yeah, he's certainly in the squad, I think. Um, and then Josh Hazelwood will be fit for this test as well. So there's a few blokes. Um, the selectors have got a good, probably a good problem where they're trying to fit, you know, 13 or 14 blokes into 11 spots. So, Marcus, what goes on for you personally? Are you allowed to play county cricket while this is all going on? Or once the Ashes are on, you're just in the team environment? Yeah, so I've been here since um, the start of April playing with uh, Gloucestershire. And then, so I played the first two months with them. Um, and then that has sort of been, I'd had, I'd played a lot of cricket in the last sort of 18, 24 months. Um, so then once I joined up with the test squad, I just chose to stay here. I, I could have gone back and played for Gloucester if I wanted to. Right. Um, but I just thought it was a good chance to get away from cricket altogether just for a little bit in the last week or so um, and have a bit of a freshen up and then sort of go, you know, be ready for these next two tests before we head home. Marcus, we're seeing a bit of a trend in, in the rugby league. You know, the, the guys in their 30s are really starting to take off. They they know the game. They're comfortable in their own skin about how they play their game. 
Now, you've been playing county cricket, uh, as you mentioned, but for the last three years, you're averaging close to 50. Uh, where do you think your cricket's at at the moment? Yeah, probably not too dissimilar to that. I think I just, I've just i played a lot of cricket, um, you know, um, at home and over here. So, And I feel at, like as you get older and anything, you get a bit more I'm probably used to and knowing your game a bit better, which is um, what I've definitely got better at. So I just feel like I'm ready to go whenever. Um, I've said it a few times to different people, but um, I don't feel like I have to prove myself anymore. Whenever that chance comes, it'll come. But um, I feel like I've prepared well and, like I said, the cricket I've got under my belt will, belt will hold me in good stead going forward. Marcus, after the second test, uh, the team's 2-0, and oh, and then after the third, it's 2-1. and one. What's the mood been? How have you found the squad, you know, post in a really handy position versus post, ooh, geez, we better get this next one? Oh, it's probably been the opposite. We've, um, we, were, we all got back together yesterday, so we've been away for a little bit, but um, everyone's in a great mood. You wouldn't know... Um, you wouldn't know what the series score was, to be fair. You wouldn't have known after any of the test matches. It's been the same the whole time, which is credit to um, the way that the teams run, um, you know, by Paddy and Ronnie and all those sort of guys. So um, it's a great environment. Everyone's had a great time. It's definitely been the most fun I've ever had on a tour. Uh, I don't think I've ever laughed so much. So um, uh, can, can I say, it's brilliant. Can I say, can I ask you this? Is Mitch Marsh involved in the hilarity? Because when I was watching him on the test, uh, a few years back, the, the TV yeah. show on Amazon, I, he was he had me in stitches. Is he at the centre of all this sort of shenanigans? Yeah, generally the big boss is in the middle of something. <laughs> um, I went up to Scotland with him last week in the break and, yeah, the big fellow was on fire. So um, <laughs> he was loving his golf and um, was just that's what was so good to um, see him get those runs last week because um, – He's, he's obviously one of the funniest blokes. He's also probably the most popular bloke in the whole group. So mm. everyone loves um, when Big Mitchie does well. And it's good to see that the Australian public are starting to sort of see him in the light that we've always seen him in. Oh, that's good. That, it is great to hear that as well. Uh, now, Marcus, just give us some insight as to what everyone did. We know that Davey Warner got a bit cheeky and he posted his passport and people back home started, <laughs> oh, what's going on with Dave? But what, what are some of yeah. the other things that the team got up to? Uh, I think some boys went to Spain. Um, a couple went to like, uh, I think Alex Carey went to Edinburgh. Uh, Hetty went to Amsterdam. I'm not sure what he was getting up to over there. But he <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think he was with his wife and his mother-in-law, so maybe not. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he's taking the mother-in-law. Yeah. Just, Hang on. I'm just trying to find yeah, a top run score, um, and I'm looking to put a pen through the Spain <laughs> participants. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a group of us went up to Scotland and played golf. Um, and then I think some of the unlucky ones stayed back in Manchester. Yeah, nice. Can I ask you this, Marcus? Have you had a look at the pitch? I just wanted to. Uh, yeah, we looked. Yeah, yeah, we looked at it yesterday, so it looks pretty good. Um, the Manchester wicket always like looks like a really nice looking wicket, but it tends to have a bit of pace and bounce in it. So had a bit more grass on it than what I've normally seen here, but that's still three days out from the test. So I think it'll be a pretty good wicket. Um, I think it'll have a bit more pace and bounce, and probably a bit similar to last test bit more in it for the quicks, which should be good for the game. So, Marcus, after this series, what what happens for you? Are you staying there or what's the plan? No, I'm coming home. We're, um, me and my wife, we're having our first baby in October. So um, oh, nice. she unfortunately hasn't been able to come over to England while I've been here. So I've been away for four months. So it'd be good to get home and see her and um, get all the house sorted and ready for that. And, yeah, and hopefully a healthy baby come October. Oh, congratulations, yeah, yeah. mate. Are you going to find out what oh, you're having? You. 
No, we're not. So it's going to be a surprise. So yeah. you're buying lots of black and white t-shirts. I got a feel. <laughs> I got a feeling. A, a young. I reckon he might be a, a little boy. Do you think so? Yeah, little boy. And we're going to call him. Well, Kira. I've got a feeling it won't be tall. So <laughs> right. I reckon I could be right with that. Yeah. <laughs> Bearstow Harris. Um, <laughs> oh, just on that. Just on that. <laughs> Marcus, just on that, because we saw Brendan McCullum come out and say, "Look, we won't be going for beers with him." Yeah. What's happened? Have has have you guys been socialising away? From cricket with the with the pommies. No, nah, so what normally happens is throughout the series you play the five tests, and then after the series you sort of go into the, you have beers together in each other's rooms. So, and and that hasn't changed. I think there's obviously some emotion running around after that second test, but um, you know, last test there's no animosity with each other um, on the field or in the warm ups. Everyone because everyone knows everyone nowadays. Like it's not like you don't. Yeah. You play in different franchises and stuff, so it's not like back in the old days when. Um, blokes didn't know each other and they were happy to spray each other all the time. Like, yeah, and, and like a lot of us play county cricket with each other, so you yeah. know each other. So it's not, um, yeah, and there hasn't been anything bad there, no. What about Stuart Broad? He strikes me as um, not a guy I'd, I'd like to hang out with, but uh, can you prove me wrong? <laughs> oh, I don't really know him that yeah, well. Yeah, you've but, said um... it. Well, good answer. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> He's an A grade. Just He's an A grade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have an opinion on that. But um, like I said to oh, – I just did something before and like a lot of the English boys are, got, are doing like newspaper articles over here at the moment. So I think there's a bit of something for the, the media to latch on to each week, which is quite funny. But um, now, like I said, they all seem all right. They all got – everyone got a bit emotional during that second test. But um, whether they stand by what they said or not, I'm not sure. It's been a great series, mate. For everyone back here, yeah. it, like it, it, obviously it's hard for for us back home. It's overnight, but so many people have watched just about every ball. Uh, now, when Australia win the series, just hypothetically, there's only it's so crowded the sheds. So the security guard for Australia says, "Oh, look, guys, uh, I know you want to have a beer with us, but we've only got three spots. Who would be the three English cricketers <laughs> that would be most welcome into the sheds? Would you say?" <laughs> um, shit, that's a good question. Uh, geez, I don't even know. I think uh, Mark Wood seems like a good fella. Yep. Just has a crack and doesn't – actually, I think um, I don't mind Stokesy as well. Stokesy's a good fella. Yep. Just has a crack and mm-hmm. doesn't seem to carry on too much. One more spot left. Wood, um, Stokes and who? And then maybe Ben Duckett, so I'm taller than someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I've got another, I've got another hypothetical. Yeah. So the uh, same security guards yeah, yeah, yeah. said, listen, um, we can only get eight in. We've got to leave three out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who are we leaving probably out? Probably Joe. I reckon Johnny. Yep. Brody. Yep. And. Joseph? Nah, Rudy's all right. Yeah. I think he's mates with a few of the boys. Right. Um, Robinson for sure. Maybe Ollie Rob. Yeah. Maybe Ollie Rob. He sounds like a Derek too. (laughs) Derek Pommies. Were you, hey Marcus, were you around uh, at the Lord's um, incident when we came back into the change room? Were you in the, in the environment, in the room, the long room? Yeah. 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 We were all in the middle of it. So we were just walking back um, into lunch and it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I was sitting next to, um, Jimmy Pearson had flown over because Josh Inglis had to go home and have his first baby and so um, Pearson joined the squad and he's, he said to me, do you reckon they're going to be kicking off in the long room? And I said, no bloody way. <laughs> I was like, those blokes bloody love it. Well, we got you- in there and they were 
they were just all hurling abuse at us like going nuts. <laughs> but like was, going mental. But was it like like abuse you hear at the footy, like at the AFL or or at the NRL, or was it was it abuse for the members? Like it was it was a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Not not too. just like getting. Sorry, just mate? like getting called a cheat and a coward in the most posh voice you've ever yeah. heard. Yeah, right. <laughs> and That's and what I was like, thinking. There was no like. And they're all like seventy. They're, they're all like 70, 80 years old, so they're spitting crap going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marcus, can yeah. I just tell you this? It was the greatest thing that's ever happened to us because it put us on the map. We felt we stupidly and uh, so gullible we were. We fell into the trap about the names, Brian. Yeah, yeah, and it we put did. us on media watch here. Yeah, it was awesome in, in Australia. Now, Marcus, um, tell us about Marcus Harris. So every great athlete, are generally a fan in some way, shape, or form. When Marcus Harris is the fan. You supporting who? Uh, well, I like I love the Melbourne Demons. They're my footy side, so um, I'm big fans of them. Uh, I like watching motorsport. A bit more of a neutral with that sort of stuff, and yep. then um, like yesterday, uh, watching the last few holes of the Scottish Open was unbelievable. Like watching blokes like Rory McIlroy just you know hitting an unbelievable shot on 18 under the pump to win a tournament was pretty special. So I love watching things like that. I do believe, Marcus, and you'll know this, I think the Melbourne Demons are the only team in the AFL who don't mention their nickname, being the Demons, in the song. or their name in the song. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, bit of an old school sort of song, but I don't mind it, so it's pretty cool. There you go, as you are. Mate, what we have uh, on the board here, like when the listeners are loving a guest, a knockabout, which you absolutely scream, what are they right, Brian? Keeper. And what's the board just checkered with? They just said, is Marcus a keeper? Yep. And I said, I don't think he does. I think he feels in the covers. Deep <laughs> 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 yeah. square. Yeah. Hey, Marcus Harris, you, Marcus. Uh, mate, we wish you all the best for the rest of the series. And we are so grateful that you've uh, found some time in your day to join us on the run home with Joel and Fletch. No stress, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Mark. Good luck with the bub too, brother. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you.